you are going to play my Buckingham Palace friend from back on this side. Buddy, what's going on? You're talking to me, and that ain't no English accent, baby. <laughs> yes, the Giants head to England, and I, I'm not nuts here, right? It's only been the Dolphin-Cleo Lemon game plus the Landon-Collins interception game versus the Rams, right? I'm not forgetting another random England trip that uh, that has happened recently <laughs> for the Giants. Yeah, you know, how, how wild is it? This uh, is the third time the Giants are going back over there, and in fact, they're one of eight teams that have made three of these trips Amazing as it sounds, this is the first time the Packers have been forced to yeah. play one of these things. Yeah, which is a part of this we're going to get to when we end the podcast and give our predictions as well. But let's start with uh, full disclosure. We are recording this on Thursday morning. So we are going off of things we learned Wednesday at practice. We have not had the injury report on Thursday yet at the time of recording. I feel like that's important based on when you might be listening to this to always state. Uh, the breaking news of the morning, actually within moments of us recording, according to Josina Anderson and now Jeremy Fowler piggybacking as well, uh, Landon Collins is reuniting with the Giants, and he will be on the flight to England. The belief is, of course, that he will start on the practice squad. Uh, this is pretty pretty crazy as we come full circle. I mean, not a lot of names and faces left around the New York Giants since Landon Collins last left the building, but he's coming back. And, Paul, let me just say this. And you brought up the Tony Jefferson part of this earlier in the week that Maybe the Giants don't like what they've seen from Tony Jefferson. It's crazy to see where the, the defensive backrooms come since we started in August. And you talked about, you know, basically how thin they were at safety. It feels like all they've done is add safety after safety after safety. Now, Landon Collins might be a hybrid type linebacker for this team. Maybe that allows Xavier McKinney to, you know, play a little further back. Nonetheless, I am very intrigued by this signing. Landon Collins hasn't been awful when not injured with Washington, was just never worth that deal. Clearly, the Giants aren't going to pay him a lot of money. Uh, this is an interesting signing and an interesting chess piece here for Wink Martindale. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it. Interesting is probably the best word you could use. We speculated, as you mentioned the other day on the other show, about Jefferson. You know, is he exactly what they expected him to be? Does he have enough left? Or is Landon Collins going to supplant him? Um, you know, they brought in A.J. Klein, too. Yeah. But let's not forget that. Uh, he's He's been brought into the practice squad, and he's got that Buffalo Bills connection from, from the last few years. So, you know, I, I'm curious. I'm really, really curious how this is all going to shake down. I can't expect Collins to be available for, for the London game. I know there's some reports saying that he's going to make the trip. Come on. Yeah. In, in well, three days, to, he's to not playing. Honest, yeah, I think to make the trip, you got to remember, they're going to now practice and do walkthroughs Friday, Saturday. I think making the trip is just being around the team as much as possible and catching up as yeah. much as possible. The fact that they got this done this morning to get him on that plane to London doesn't necessarily tell me he's playing this week by all means, but it does tell me they must think highly of their plans of him going forward to want him acclimated with this football team, Paul. Well, I think something we have to take into account here, too, and I agree with you that Collins has been more effective over the last year that he played with Washington as a linebacker, more so than a safety. I don't know that his safety days are still ahead of him. I think they're probably behind him at this point. But let's not forget, as of yesterday, and again, we're taping this on Thursday morning, Julian Love was still in concussion protocol. Right. Okay? So that meant you have Belton, you have Pinnock, and you have Jefferson on the practice squad as the potential safety options. And then whoever the starter is, if Love can't play, becomes the third safety. Is it possible that there is some concern about Julian Love 
not just sure. in the short term, but in the long term. And maybe Collins also factors into that equation. Uh, he, he, this It's intriguing. Yeah. And, and the reason I think it's even more intriguing is there was a lot of reports down at Washington that Collins was really reluctant to the idea of basically just calling himself a linebacker and, and butted heads with Ron Rivera over that. So I think when he tried out for the Giants earlier this week, there was a lot of scuttlebutt of, you know, he's kind of a hybrid safety linebacker. Is he ready now to make that switch to linebacker? The reason I find this interesting now is – Jacina Anderson's tweet specifically calls Landon Collins a safety. And look, if you follow the breadcrumbs enough of both of their careers, it feels like Jacina Anderson's tied to a lot of Landon Collins reports. Indeed. So, yeah. So, you know, wherever you want to say her source could be there, the fact that she made sure to call Landon Collins a safety, I wouldn't call it a red flag or whatever, but it does tell me that Landon Collins necessarily isn't fully still committed to becoming a linebacker here either. Well, I will tell you this much, Sean, from his visit the other day, uh, I was told he is in incredibly great shape, lost some weight, is felt, and just looked really, really good. Now, can that help him turn back the clock a little bit? Perhaps it can. You and I both know he's had a lot of mileage on those tires, and he has got a very long injury list over the course of his career. But if that's what it took, to have him break his own butt during the offseason to lose weight, to get in better condition, and to get in better shape to potentially squeeze some more juice out of that orange, well, then God bless him. Yeah, no doubt about it. Now, speaking of giants that we have loved in the past, by the way, this is why you don't throw out jerseys if you're a fan. I still got my Landon College jersey. Can't wait. Now I add that back to the rotation. You know that's being worn in a couple weeks. Hey, I still got my Tarkenton jersey. There you go. You never get rid of them, Paul. You never get rid of them. I wore the Bavaro last week just to go with the jerseys on the field. Now, Nick Gates practicing, being activated, and essentially has 21 days to figure out whether he's going to be a part of this football team or placed on back on the pup list and ending his season as well. Uh, this was something where Sterling Shepard didn't go home, hung around to see Nick Gates practice. Nick Gates clearly means a lot to that locker room, and Nick Gates with no ties to this current coaching staff, that coaching staff sees how much he means to guys in that locker room as well. We have talked about the interior of the offensive line at times being a disaster this year, Paul, I got to say, Nick Gates being back at practice, I don't know what the realistic expectations are, but he's back there. The team seems to be rallying around him, and the Giants have a need there. These next three weeks are going to be really fun from a practice perspective because Nick Gates could come, you know, basically be a folk hero for this fan base in a couple weeks. Well, let's hope he doesn't have any setbacks or has any other injuries like pulling a hammy or, or injuring a quad while he's out there on the practice field. You'll recall, I mean, since we've been doing these shows, I told you mid-October you would see Nick Gates. Yeah. This was not a surprise to me. And by Halloween, you would see Shane Lemieux. Uh, he is he is coming pretty quickly. And Matthew Perry is also going to be uh, – in that pipeline rather Talk about a guy you forget about, huh? A guy you forget about because of Devery Hamilton. You're right. Matthew Parrott forgot about. Well, think about how Parrott immediately would slot in to me as the third tackle. Yeah. You know, as soon as he's able to to get cleared and Lemieux certainly, uh, you know, let's not kid ourselves. uh, I think as, as soon as he can get his practice activation going. And then if, if he's up to speed, he's going to be right in the mix to potentially be the starting left guard again. So, who, who knows what happens with Gates because yeah. we know he's got the ability to play center or guard and, quite frankly, can play left guard or right guard. So at the very least, the 21-day activation period 
gives them time to evaluate where he's at. And if all lights are green, you'd like to believe he could potentially not only push somebody, but maybe even take a slot. I, I, I mean, I would love it. I would sign it right now. I would feel basically Nick Gates, even on one leg, I would feel a little more comfortable than some of the players that have played. Although, again, Ben Bredesen's played a lot better recently.